Welcome to the Lease Option Experience. I'm John Jackson, your host, and together with my co-host, Joe Seski, we answer all of your questions about lease options in real estate. We answer questions about sandwich lease options, straight lease options, lease option assignments, also known as wholesaling lease options, which is exactly what we specialize in and what I've specialized in since 2003, having done well over 700 lease option transactions. If you have questions about lease options, this is the podcast you want to be listening to. I know there's a lot of podcasts out there about real estate, real estate investing, but this is the only podcast devoted specifically to the niche of lease options. We answer all of your questions and guide you through actual real transactions, both of our own, our students, and our listeners. So what do you see? Let's get started with the next episode of the Lease Option Experience. What's up, everybody? John Jackson here, Lease Option Classes, and welcome to the Lease Option Experience here with my co-host. He's back from whatever the hell he was doing last week, Joe Sesky. Hey, What's hey up? everybody. Joe had a little uh, situation. He couldn't get to the studio uh, last time because of the rain in his little sports car and his slicks, and yeah, I think he ended up with a chick, which we're going to dive into the important things like that later. But uh, again, to be thanks, back. For, <laughs> thanks for checking out the Lease Option Experience. As always, give us thumbs up. Uh, if you if you don't like what we're talking about, then stop listening or give us thumbs down. <laughs> Comment below. Give us questions. Uh, subscribe if you're watching us on YouTube and subscribe to us on iTunes. Give us five stars if they if they let you give us ten stars. But uh, we're coming at you every uh, epi every episode with a ton of information about lease options, uh, what we're doing in the market of the lease options with our students, and we do interviews with people like today. We've got a great interview. But uh, uh, before we bring on um, uh, Justin, Joe, what have you been up to uh, since uh, saw you last? Oh man, what haven't I been up to? So just what you, what you, wait, wait a minute. Did you actually? So you couldn't make it last time because of the rain, because you're for real, yeah, yeah, because you're. You know. It's a rear wheel, rear wheel drive vehicle, and it has um, racing slicks on it. So in sudden downpours, like in Oklahoma or Texas okay, or okay, Tornado okay. Alley, but, but but then I called you and said, "Hey, well, I, I, I could stay locally in town. You know, the highway. I'm not going to drive like a maniac." Did you or did you not? Then after you said that you could make it, did you or did you not end up having dinner with a female? Yes, yes on my way home. So I'm just so home. happy. You're like, oh, I can't make it. Well, yeah. well, I'm going to turn around originally, and, well, and you, you went through speed Well, I turned her down originally. I told her I had to record uh, at, you know, at the studio, the show. And then when I tried, I made my, my most valiant attempt to get down here and couldn't do it. Then I, I called you. I said, I can't make it down here. I don't think it's safe. And then I called her and I said, hey, guess what? I don't have to do the show anymore. Do you want to grab a bite to eat? And, you know, she said yes. And that's how that happened. I'm thinking you made a more valiant attempt to <laughs> to meet her than, no, than you did to come to you. Did you have chicken fried steak at a... No, Great I'm not world. into. We we don't have chicken fried steak, grits, uh, Pennsylvania. That's strange. No, you're in Ardmore though. Oh, they have it in Ardmore. Okay. They have that. I don't order it. And you have sushi too in Ardmore, right? Yes, we have like one sushi place. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I can just we're making see. moves. Ardmore, Oklahoma has they've got like catfish yeah. sushi. Yeah, That's there about. are a lot of catfish buffets actually, which is strange <laughs> to me. Just a, a different environment altogether for me. Well, let's get started here. Um, 
uh, it's been a busy week, uh, a busy time for uh, for us and for me. I was just got insane. a lot of good stuff coming up. Oh man, we have got so many uh, things coming up next week. We're doing a five day master class that uh, we're really excited about. Um, and uh, this week, earlier this week, I was in St. Louis at uh, the Leadership Boardroom, the Mastermind. Mm -hmm. Some amazing, amazing people in there. Um, uh, it just, it's unbelievable. Like uh, um, Corey Peterson and Joe McCall and Christina Krause and all these people. And went and played golf on Wednesday at uh, Joe's uh, Country Club, beautiful club uh, and course. But anyway, just hanging around those people, it gets you start thinking, you know, bigger and better things mm -hmm. you know outside your comfort zone and uh it's just always great to, yeah. to see those guys you know? and that's and that's funny i i would assume people at home you know oh you guys put on shows you do hotel seminars but yet we go ourselves to seminars and we go to these boot camps oh, yeah. and that's uh, i think that surprises a lot of people yeah i was at <laughs> uh you know however long ago it was a few weeks ago i was in phoenix for a, a pitch masters academy mm-hmm uh, with uh, Gene Garino, uh, um, uh, Kevin Harrington from Pitch Tank. I mean, from Pitch Tank, pitch from Shark Tank. <laughs> um, and you had three minutes to pitch something, and it was. And was, it was that just for fun, or do they? Is that like the first round before they bring you up to Shark Tank, or what is that? Just no, so like it, had, it just happened. It, so um, Gene is friends with, with Kevin Harrington, uh -huh. but um, so Kevin Harrington was there. So it wasn't it didn't have anything to do with Shark Tank. Okay, it was about delivering a pitch. Okay, and presenting. And on they stage. what critiqued it, or nobody? Yeah, yeah. No, you didn't yeah, so, receive like an offer afterwards. It was like, hey, was it to train your speaking? It was to, it was to train yourself on doing a, oh, uh, cool. a three minute pitch. Wow, and. Uh, it was harder than I thought yeah. because the first time I went up, I was kind of, I had nothing. I'd yeah. pra I prepared nothing. Yeah. And then I thought for the next day, I thought, Oh, I should probably actually put something together. And so I put something together and timed it. And I'm like, Oh my God, there's no way I can do this in three <laughs> yeah. minutes. Yeah. And so, uh, then I start, you know, tweaking it down, tweaking it down and practicing and practicing in my head. Mm -hmm. So that when I went up, I could do it by memory. Yeah. And I heard was, you, you gave a, a really good, Pitch. It, it, it went very, very well, actually. Yes. It went really well. Matter of fact, we actually got a Dream Partner application from it. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. And so, um, or two, I think, wow. two applications. So, um, and it was just for a, um, for, for practice. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, it was a great, great event. Got to see a lot of great people. Speaking of great people, we've got a guest <laughs> here. Hopefully, we can get him up on the screen here in a second. Justin, there he is. What's up, Justin? We have, hey, 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 we what's have, going on? We have got an amazing guest here on this uh, uh, on this episode. Uh, this is our first <laughs> interview from the Lease Option Experience Studios. We got none other than Justin Chamus on with us. Hello, Justin. Hey, how are you guys today? Thank you for having me on. This is yeah. Thanks for coming. No, you. I'm, I'm, I'm so glad. So glad we had you. All the other people uh, had to reschedule and cancel, so you're up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, that's all right, man. Uh, I'll uh, just put me on the list anytime anybody cancels them. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. You'll be the, you'll be in the batter's box all the time. Man. So, uh, so uh, let's get started here with, uh, first of all, a uh, quick introduction uh, uh, of you. Now, where are you? Where exactly are you? Kansas City, Missouri. It's where I live. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. For some reason, I, was, I, I, I thought you were, uh, I honestly thought you were up in the Northeast for some reason. I don't know why. No, no. You but can't tell by the sound of my voice that I'm not from the Northeast. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I, sound, I sound like a hillbilly yeah. most of the time. Well, when people think you're well, not from Boston. From that's for sure. 
Well, Joe's from Scranton, Pennsylvania. I don't think you can tell. I mean, I don't know. Uh, his voice sounds oh, normal to me. But, but so you're in Missouri, Kansas City, Missouri. Is that what you said? Yeah, but I'm actually originally from Kentucky, so I'm a transplant. Okay. So okay. I'm kind of a I'm kind of a hillbilly a little bit, you know. But um, I, at least I talk like one. And uh, but uh, yeah, I've been transplanted here to Kansas City since I was uh, mid twenties, and okay. uh, it feels like home now. You know. So, um, well, I've never been to Wait. Kansas City, Missouri, or, or Kansas, did you say? Yeah, great question. <laughs> great question, yeah, because it's a, one of them dual cities, you know, like it's in two states. Yeah, because so I've, heard, I've heard, I think there's like a little rivalry, go and I've never been there in my life, but, you know, there's some hate for people that's on one side and some hate on, on the people that live on the other side. Is that is that true? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 bad. <laughs> yeah it's bad it's getting worse over time <laughs> good so, but you're, so we don't endorse either side so you're in kansas city missouri um big andy reed fan though i'm an eagles fan myself but uh i like andy reed joe so, joe also does a sports talk show um, i, I when don't he's, when he's i not don't doing uh, i wish you could see us justin You'll have to come down in person, maybe. Hopefully. Yeah, for some reason, just look good, great. guys. I can actually see you. Uh, oh, you can see us the now? studio. The studio, yeah, is sharp. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh, heck yeah, man. Well, well, so Justin, so um, you and I kind of uh, uh, got to know each other, kind of cross paths. I think, I think, kind of via Michael Batista from the Automated REI, um, and then I was on uh, your show, and I, um, I think that's kind of how we kind of cross paths a little bit. And uh, did a did a show with you, but tell everybody uh, or, or let's let's hear a little bit about what do you do in real estate? Because you know, obviously Joe and I, do, you know, we do almost exclusively lease, lease options, but you are also teaching uh, lease options. But uh, so tell us just a little bit about your yeah. real estate bio. Oh yeah, it's a great question. Um, I've been at it for a long time, uh, but I'm like most people uh, that have been at it for a long time, and. Uh, you know, I, I've been at it, but not like really at it, you know, like I started it in 2001, picking up some courses, uh, Ron Legrand, stuff like that, and trying to learn some things, some ugly house course. So just straight ugly house. And then I picked up a lease options course and uh, kind of fiddled around with some of that. And then I bought a bought a lead program once just on a whim for $40 and ended up getting like two deals out of it right away. Didn't even just shocked, you know. And uh, then after that, didn't know how to duplicate that because uh, it came too easy, if that makes any uh, sense. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like the first two deals for me were just way too easy. And uh, and so I, it gave me the wrong expectations, I think. And so I didn't know how to duplicate it. So I struggled and struggled and quit and then got jobs and then got got a career and then changed to another career and then started doing some real estate again and just, you know, like most people just unfocused undisciplined just sloppy slopping my way <laughs> through life you know uh <laughs> it wasn't really until about the last five or six years that i actually got it together enough to to really focus on the business enough to make it mine you know to make mm -hmm. it work and uh, so my what I do really is is I'm just I'm a wholesaler. I love to sell. I love to assign property deals over to end buyers, and sometimes that's tenant buyers. You know, so I will do a lease option on the pretty house side. But I really like to consider myself a full spectrum wholesaler, which 
uh, that's kind of a word that or a phrase I invented, but full spectrum meaning I was having a problem. I, I would have leads and I'd call the lead and it wasn't an ugly house deal and I couldn't get it cheap enough to do, you know, an ugly house deal, 70% or something like that of ARV all in. What do I do? Throw it away. Okay. Then I also sometimes have leads that are pretty houses. They don't have enough equity to even consider doing that. And it would be silly. It's not an ugly house. It's not an ugly house deal. What do you do with that? So I recognized in my business, I was throwing away like the majority of my leads, not knowing what to do with some of these transactions. So I kind of coined the phrase full spectrum wholesaling because I, I, it doesn't matter what kind of lead it is. I want to have a technique, which it only take two or three techniques really to strategies to be able to monetize most of the leads it so really it kind of makes the game for me now just finding that motivated seller and motivated i'll try to figure out you know i'm a creative real estate investor right so i want to figure out a way to make it work with this homeowner and because i've got a monetary benefit right tied up in that so the uh so sticking with that, because I cannot wait to get into the the wheel of uh, the wheel of uh, hurdles behind him. Um, but so uh, with with what you do, Justin, let's start off with marketing. What uh, what are the two or three uh, methods of marketing that that you find are are most effective that you enjoy the most? Yeah, I, I like how you said that because it's different for everybody. Everybody's business. Will, you know, even if you copied my business, you know, it would look different. It would smell like you, you know, everybody's different, but I really like the old school texting. I, I scrape Zillow uh, for sell by owners and I just text blast. And lately, honestly, if you guys want a gold nugget, uh, maybe it's probably not for you fellas, but maybe somebody listening, I lead with a text message that refers to a down payment of some kind. Like, Hey, you know, um, would you consider doing a, a lease and then a purchase at, you know, close to your full asking price or full asking price? I do have some money down that, you know, that, that kind of text message gets me a lot of responses. So I'm, I feel like I'm having a lot more conversations with homeowners than maybe investors that aren't leading with a down payment. It's such a hot market right now too. You know, you got to get the seller's attention in some way or another. And that is what? That's that, that, that money, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, but now, um, yeah, so I could see that where you send a text that says, as, a, as an example, uh, if you're, if you're open to at least purchase, how much would you be, how much would you want down? Is it, how much would you want as a down payment? And just leave yeah. that kind of a text as that yeah. and then come back and go, whoa, hey, um, and we uh, do something similar. Uh, we also scrape Fizbos. We also text plus. Uh, something similar. We don't mention the down payment, um, but we do say full price, no cost or commission, right? Would you uh, consider selling through lease purchase, full price, no cost or commissions? Because um, that down payment, that's how we... That's how we profit the way that we structure our deals. So if I mentioned a down payment, you know, I don't want to give away um, more of our profit than we have to, you know. But yeah, that that would definitely uh, get the seller's attention for sure. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that. Um, and we yeah. haven't always done it that way. I started doing that because I wanted to create. I, I started noticing the heat, man. I'm sweating a little bit in the kitchen, if you know what I mean. <laughs> 
It's such a hot market. And the sellers are so crazy right now. They're just really right. high on their own stuff. And I'm like, man, I've got to get their attention somehow. And I was like, the only way I can think to do it is maybe start leading with a little bit of down payment stuff. And, I, and I'm comfortable with the negotiation on a down payment. So I don't mind giving a homeowner a little bit of cash if it makes him comfortable in the deal. Sure. But I don't want to you know, like I get what you're saying. Like I don't want to give away my paycheck either. Right. But are you <laughs> but approaching I, them? Are, and I'm just are you approaching them as number one a wholesale deal, or are you trying? Like, what's your primary strategy as you're approaching yeah. these fisbos? Because most well, fisbos want keep, full retail. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was. You're exactly right. I, I try to keep my options open with them and my mm -hmm. mind open too because. Like you were saying, 99 out of 100 FISBOs, when you call them, even right. though my text message was something to do with um, flexible, would you consider a lease and then a right. purchase or something like that, they really want to talk about cash first. And I, that's really right. what I find with these people. And so I end up having to go through the whole thing like, well, you know, if it was a cash offer, you know, because I'm an investor, it would have to be quite low. Right, 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 right. And I'm not sure that that would be interesting to you. So let's just take that off the table and call it done and everything. And before I go, though, you know, <laughs> let's let's rehash this whole, you know, not beating you up on purchase price thing. And, and maybe I can, uh, you know, lease the place from you for, you know, a little while before we buy it. Is that something right, that no. we can? So yeah, try to break back into it because you got to clear that cash stuff off their head. Now, are you doing... When it comes to lease options, are you doing primarily sandwich or wholesale or, you know, assignment? Yeah, I, I do nearly 100% assignments lately. Yeah. I'm yeah. not really yeah. trying to sandwich anything too much, but I, yeah. that may change in time. Yeah. I'm pretty picky. <clears throat> uh, so with you, uh, sticking with the texting platform for just a second, and um, uh, we do a lot of uh, texting. Today, as a matter of fact, I had a call with a student, and he was showing me his uh, the results from a, a scrape he did and, and a texting, and we were going down it, and I could see you know you can see the results the, the what the how the seller responds you know mm -hmm. like uh, right you know it's a it's a lot not a house it's uh, you know it's right. sold or whatever, and so I was going through and and the way I had to do it just as I tell my students if you get a if you're doing a text and you get a response back that is anything other than it sold or right any, no, de any degree of any, interest any yeah anything other than your mother never loved you you're a piece of right. crap then then you pick call up them. the phone and call them i uh, and that's one of the things i found that we really have to dig into the students heads and is push that, them to put, and push them to do that yeah, because that's scary yeah it's scary to them to pick up the phone and and, oh, yeah. and to train them to say look you're not going to do this whole thing via text right um, <clears throat> yeah, if you had a five hundred thousand dollar house, would you uh, do a, any sort of transaction just through text message? No, I want to talk to you. I want to meet you. I want to, you know, see you. You know, yeah. And and to do it through just uh, I don't know. It just people think fully automated, fully. And yeah, you could scale it up and and uh, you know delegate some of those tasks out to employees in the future. But that is one thing that I can't stress enough is uh, if you're not talking to people, you're not making money. Yeah, so Justin, when you, because uh, you do uh, uh, teaching as well, and I don't know uh, to what degree or what level or whatever, but uh, do you find as well that with the people you work with that you've got to tell them, your students, I mean, hey, when you're doing texting and someone responds back, boom, pick up that phone. Yeah, we do something different here. I, I have a real estate wholesalers club. That's kind of my uh, my thing. Uh, but what we do there is is different because 
we have uh, coaching sessions where we train people what to do on the phone and, and the strategy itself and so on and so forth and some of these other strategies too. But then we also have a call lab so they can come in every day and check in at that hour of day every day and participate in a round robin session of making calls with other students. One person calls, then the next person calls, then the next person calls. And they'll do that for about an hour. And that's a great way to break the ice on, uh, you know, I'm gonna pick up the phone here, but I've got, at least I've got my, my squad with me and they're supportive. And if this guy yells at me, I, they'll let me cry on their shoulder a little bit, you know. You know, it, it's amazing that you have to be somewhat intelligent to do this business. Uh, you have to be somewhat emotionally intelligent mm -hmm. to do this business. You have to have some sales skills, some interpersonal skills, social skills. And one thing you're really stuff. good at, yeah, without even meeting you, is that you're, you're very good at just holding a, a conversation. Like it flows just like you're talking to a friend. You're not trying to fit a script, you know, down the seller's you know, mouth or anything like that. You're saying, okay, well, if you're not going to accept this, then I'm going to pivot to this strategy. And, you know, you, you have yeah. empathy to some extent. You could put yourself in the seller's shoes, whereas I see a lot of, especially people starting out, including myself, I'm trying to just get the paragraph out of my mouth and you know hit check all the boxes where you're saying okay this is what you want um you know let's see what works for uh best for both of us yeah. and i like that a lot well thank you dude i appreciate you saying that you know mm -hmm. I, i've practiced that quite a bit and I, I understand that maybe i'm like i have a personality where i'm more prone to being okay with those type scenarios of being on the phone with a stranger but at the same time I think I have had to work at it a lot too. Yeah. And other people can come up in their game on the phone and business. You know, I don't, I think the misconception is, is that you're going to be able to do this business without learning how to do that. And I don't know right. how you can do that guys. <laughs> yeah. It's difficult uh, to teach. I, I don't know. You know, we've, we've literally had students that, that said, um, we don't want to talk. We do not want to talk to sellers. Terrified. We don't want to talk to sellers or buyers. Well, what, what do you think you're doing? How, what do we? Yeah. That's not, you know, yeah. how are you going to be? A, and don't get me wrong. I mean, you can create squeeze pages and landing pages and collect that first bit of information. But at some point, someone from your company needs has to, to make a phone call. Yeah. yeah. Hey, they I want to talk to somebody. Let's talk a little bit about the call lab. That really kind of piqued my interest. <laughs> so. I'm imagining, uh, you know, whatever, five, six, seven, eight, whatever students uh, calling in uh, into this call lab. Now, from a technical standpoint, how are you all, how are they doing the calls to the sellers? Um, how, how can everybody in that room, if you will, that virtual yeah. room, hear the calls? Mm -hmm. How do you have that set up? We, yeah, we, we all get on Zoom. Okay. And then when it's your turn to make the call, you take your cell phone and you put it on speaker and you hold okay. it near your microphone on your computer, and we can hear both you and the person talking on the other end. Okay. So um, no one in the Zoom room, the, the seller cannot hear anyone else. Sure. Except yeah. for, yeah. you know, so that it works out quite simply and nicely, but uh, a, a neat way to break the ice and kind of hear other people mess up too, because I learn a lot by, yeah. by hearing other people jack it up a lot you know that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and they love it when that. we do live calls at our boot camps because yeah. we we're not always hitting you know grand slams we we strike yeah. out a lot too and <laughs> you could be doing this for you know 10 20 years and you still the sell you, you could still get yeah. you know a root seller and uh, no matter how good or how slick you are um at the end of the day if it's not a good fit for them they'll let you know 
I have students tell me, they're like, you're really good at this phone stuff, man. How'd you get so good at it? And I'm like, dude, you have no idea. I hate doing these live calls like this in front of you guys. And they're like, why? Why are you so good at it? And I was like, because I teach this stuff. And then I get right on there on the phone call right after I've taught you how to do this. And then I do the exact opposite. <laughs> of what, I mean, it's just like. I don't know. I have to literally work at this every time too. You know, it's never going to be, be just completely second nature. You know what would have been interesting? Maybe maybe we'll have you on again, Justin, to do this. Is uh, where we had a a call lab, and it was Justin and you and me, Joe. And uh, <laughs> we have we, some dry ice and some maybe yeah. some black lights. And uh, and we we just <laughs> <The start lab>. <laughs> <laughs> we got to go to we, we got to go to Justin's uh, office yeah. there with that psychedelic background though. Yeah. And but wouldn't that be funny to hear? Uh, it'd be interesting to hear Justin uh, on the phone, and uh, you know, of course, you and I do it uh, anyway. But but he makes a good point. I mean, you do act differently um, when people are you know listening. Oh, yeah. There is more pressure, you know. I, I like to think I don't deviate too much, but it is different. Yeah, yeah. Because because at the end of the day, for Joe and I, we don't really cold call sellers for our own business. We have whether it be texting and then or direct mail. Uh, I know we do a lot of direct mail, but um, but when you're trying to teach the students how to how to do this, yeah. and they get so nervous. And here's what I do, Justin. Is one of the things I do is I I try to tell the students that. Um, if you're nervous about talking to a seller, you're approaching it from the wrong angle. You're right. approaching it from right. money, 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 money. Right. Whereas if you approach it from the angle of, hey, I have an ability to help you. Mm -hmm. Let's discuss what your situation is. And kind of like you're the doctor. Hey, I'm the doctor. What's ailing you? Right. Let me write a prescription. It's at least purchase. And if the, buyer, if the seller doesn't take the prescription, okay, fine. I'm just the doctor. Here's the prescription. Right. And if yeah. you don't get sick, I mean, if you don't get well in a, in a, <laughs> in a, in a month or two, you know, you've you got the prescription to call me. And so if you go at it from the angle of how can I help you versus how can I make money? i got to make money in this deal. It totally changes your mindset yeah. when you're talking to the sellers. Yeah, you have to separate your ego from yep. your from your business, right? You, they're, they're not going to be sitting down at the kitchen table later that evening and be like, honey, how about that John guy that called me? Well, they might, I don't know, but they, they're not going to reach through the phone and, and punch you or, you know, I guarantee you'll never think about that call you messed up like the next day, you know, and you've got to be able to separate. They're not, uh, you know, they're not, uh, you know, being rude towards you personally. They're just, you know, it's just business and you have to be able to separate that. And that's tough sometimes. Especially so you're John. saying it, it helps if you just like if you're really emotionally dead inside, like right. you can be really good at this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why Joe is so good because he has no soul. He has no soul, so he's really good at it. Uh, <laughs> um, but you know, um, when uh, when I'm talking to sellers, if I'm doing a, a cold call for a student and showing them how to do this, um, typically on a you know on the on that phone call only. 10% of the phone, of the call is about lease, about lease options right. or about right. the deal. I'm just building yeah. rapport with them, you know, and Which then is equally important. People want to do business with people they, they like or get along with. And that's important. That's why you can't hide behind a, a cell phone or a computer. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Justin, let's talk uh, about the, the elephant in the room. Which is the the wall? I mean, the the wheel of what is that wheel? Wheel of pushback. Yeah. What is what is that? The wheel of yeah, uh, that's a. It does a couple different things for us. Uh, sometimes that's the wheel of objections, and so objections. we'll put uh, some some pretty typical standard 
ho- you know, homeowner objections that we hear. Uh, uh, I'll write it down there and then we'll spin it and a student will have to role play that particular objection on the funny. spot. It kind of helps, you know, quick uh, draw, you know, kind of yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. help you think on your feet a little bit. <laughs> uh, but right now. Yeah. What if they trash the uh, house and don't buy it and leave? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. So, so it'll say trash right here and that's how I'll know, you know, yeah, <laughs> that's so, funny. I love that. So you use yeah. our students as the wheel we, of We objections. might, yeah, we might steal that yeah. and use that at hey, one cool. of our live events. I like that. We'll give you credit. Uh, right objections. now, it's got prizes on it though because we're oh. doing phone bingo right now. So, uh, phone bingo is there's a, a bingo card and it's got all kinds of little <laughs> you know things that you could accomplish if you're actually doing phone work, you know. Uh, like I talked to two or three sellers whose name has, starts with an S. Okay, that's that might be one of the squares. So it's got some fun yeah. things in it. <laughs> I sent out a document for signatures to a homeowner. Okay, they didn't have to sign it, but you sent it out. Okay, wonderful, you got a block. Okay, you get five in any direction, you get a phone bingo. And when you get a phone bingo, I'll spin for you and you want a prize. So... <laughs> wow, I think Justin's more involved with the students. Uh, he, he really gets into the. This into is the great. Yeah, granular, I love the yeah. games. I love the games. Yeah, man. We, Joe, you got we got to come up with something. You're I know the, you're the lead coach. I know. Come up with, how come? I know. I'm not the, the bad coach? scientist though in the why, lab though. That's why, I mean. Why isn't yeah. Justin my lead? I know. Coach? He's got fun stuff for the. I know. For the, I got to relight that fire. Oh. I know. Yeah. The yes. yes, that's it. That's it. You said it right there. We just got to light the fire. Yeah. 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 You'll 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 have some better ideas. <laughs> Light the fire. <laughs> Take some stress out. Um, uh, <laughs> so does... I got a credit card at Bank of America. The guy just spun the wheel. He's like, yes, no, yes. <laughs> yes no, yes. Tell me a funny joke first. <laughs> so uh, all right. So Justin, um when uh, as we get ready to wrap up here, um uh, where can people find you? What is Digi- your yeah. digitally? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, real estate wholesalers club dot com. Let me uh, let me show you the. Uh, I got it on a hat here. Whoa! Real estate wholesalers club dot com. All right, real estate wholesalers club dot com. That's great. And if they uh, put in their name and email address, they get a free uh, prize on the yeah. wheel of. They get a free book of- from Claude Diamond. How's that? Is that right? All right, a free ebook. <laughs> yeah, they get a free ebook from Claude Diamond. So <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Uh, you know what? I'm going to see. I'm actually going to see him next uh, next week. Uh, I'll, I'll yeah. let him know that you're giving away his free book. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's a lawyer too. I better be careful. Uh, yeah. No kidding. I think we had a lot of great nuggets. Thank you, Justin. Yeah, a lot of good yeah. stuff, man. Hey, yeah. Thank Justin, you, guys. Hey, man, I really uh, collaborate sometimes. Hey, and uh, guys, again, guys in the business. Thank you, thank Justin. You. We don't have a wheel of. Uh, we need a wheel of shame, yeah. though. Uh, yeah. Uh, but um, uh, guys, does, again, does the local sign shop not make those wheels? I see it's it's uh, done kind of uh, like uh, on your own. Uh, Did you make well, that? You, Vista you, Print no, couldn't you, make you a wheel. No, this dude, this was like uh, $79 on Amazon. And then you write it like with a dry erase marker. And then I can erase it and write in anything else. And what are those two children in the middle? What what is that? What is that? Yeah. Is that that something from Disney? That's 
that's me. That's me busting out <laughs> with the phone. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yes. We got we got to do this again, and we're gonna do it. We're gonna do a call. We're gonna do a, a cold calling uh, club yeah. uh, room. Uh, Justin, thank you so thank much. You. Uh, uh, Thank man, you. It has been an awesome Thank honor. You. Guys, be sure, as usual, give us thumbs up, leave comments. Uh, if you have questions, uh, email them questions at leasingtobuy.com, questions at leasingtobuy.com. If you're watching us on iTunes or uh, YouTube, subscribe to the channel so you'll be notified when we have new episodes coming out. Uh, but again, subs uh, like, thumbs up, subscribe, lease option experience. And uh, Joe, any final words? Joe's got a hot date later. Have a great weekend, you know? <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, we'll see you on the next episode. Take care, guys. Well, thanks for listening to another episode of the Lease Option Experience. I hope you got a lot of information out of that episode. Again, if you have any questions about lease options, email us questions at leasingtobuy.com. Again, that's questions at leasingtobuy.com. And again, if you haven't yet, subscribe to us on iTunes. Give us a thumbs up on uh, any platform that you're listening to or watching us on. Again, questions at leasingtobuy.com. And if you haven't, again, go to leaseoptionclasses.com. Get all your free downloads, a lot of great information, including the steps to lease option, a lease option calculator, my seller price sheet, and even my comparison sheet. And again, that's leaseoptionclasses.com. And we've got a lot more training videos there as well. And you can even learn more about uh, the lease options 2.0 training information. All right, take care and we'll see you on the next episode.